Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're getting close to the end of our meditation on the book of Jonah, Jonah's magnificent God. Did you know God is a kind God? Jonah said, I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger, and listen to this, and of great kindness. You know, God is a God of great kindness, goodness, mercy, favor, compassion, loving kindness, kind-heartedness, thoughtfulness, and consideration. God cares. If I could think of some more synonyms, I would use them. I just walked through seven translations of 1 Peter 5.7. Do you know what each one said? Each one said he cares for you. Our wonderful God cares. He cares for you, for me. I'm not sure why he cares so much, but I am extremely thankful. Jonah knew God was a God of great kindness. It is difficult to understand how Jonah, knowing of God's patience, love, and kindness, would still try to run away from him. It is difficult to understand why we would do the same thing. If someone is being misused or abused, you might be able to understand why they would want to run. But that was not the case with Jonah. He knew of God's great kindness. Technically, or humanly speaking, Jonah should have drowned when he was thrown into the sea. Even though Jonah was in rebellion, God never stopped showing his love and kindness. He sent the specifically designed sea creature to swallow Jonah whole. Although it was gross, it was kind. There is a basic Bible principle that is woven in Scripture from Genesis to Revelation. Ready? God wants the best for my life. Hey, say that with me. God wants the best for my life. If we truly believe that God wants the best for our lives, then every good thing and every bad thing that we experience in life has a whole new meaning. When the bad things happen, we need to learn from them, change what needs to be changed in our hearts, and thank God for the many undeserved good things we have already received. Nehemiah 8 is a chapter about true joy. Ezra and Nehemiah gathered as many as they could to listen to the reading of God's precious word. After reading the word of God for almost six hours and then confessing sin and worshiping God for another six hours, the people were broken. They were weeping, overwhelmed with both their own wickedness and God's amazing goodness. I I love what Nehemiah cried out for all to hear. Quote, this day is holy unto the Lord your God. Mourn not, nor weep, for the people did weep when they heard the words of the law. Then he said to them, go your way, eat the fat and drink the sweet, send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The next day, in heartfelt prayer to Jehovah God, the leaders praised and thanked God for his patient love and kindness to their ancestors who rebelled against him time and time again. Nehemiah 9, 16, 17 puts the idea of the entire prayer into focus. God chose to be good as his people chose to be bad. Again, God's kindness towards those who are unkind towards him is an amazing thing to understand. Compare the attitude of the people toward God with the heart of God toward them. But they and our fathers, get this, number one, acted proudly. Two, hardened their necks. Three, did not heed God's commandments. Four, refused to obey. Five, were not mindful of God's wonders that he did among them. Six, hardened their necks. Seven, in their rebellion, appointed a leader to return to their bondage. But you are God. One, ready to pardon. Two, gracious. Three, merciful. 
Four, slow to anger. Five, abundant in kindness. Six, and did not forsake them. You see, God's kindness is seen in his forgiveness. His kindness is seen in his offer of salvation to all men. God's forgiveness is an act of kindness to all who believe. Remember, God's kindness, tenderheartedness, and forgiveness should be an example for us to follow. Be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. God's kindness is seen in our salvation, for we ourselves were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving different lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after that, the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. God is a God of love. It is sometimes hard to differentiate between God's kindness and his love. Maybe that's why we find the word loving kindness over 25 times in the Bible. To end our study today, I've listed a number of passages from David's Psalms that speak of God's loving kindness. We don't have time to look them all up, but I do hope you take some time to meditate on each one and remind yourself that we serve a wonderful, magnificent, loving God. God is a God of great kindness. Psalm 177, 267, 36, 7 to 10, 40, verses 10 to 11. Psalm 42, 8 and 9, 51, 1, 63, 3. Psalm 69, 16, 88, 11, and 89, 33. Psalm 92, 2, 103, 4. Psalm 107, 43. Psalm 119, 88, 149, 159. Psalm 138, verse 2. And Psalm 143, verse 8. God is a kind God. Wow. He really, really is. Our time's up. Hope you've enjoyed our study today. But remember, today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice, even in God's kindness. And I hope that you have a good day.